Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. Um, welcome to the show. And uh, thanks, guys, for doing it yesterday without me. I should be back Next couple of days should be should be pretty good. I uh, appreciate it. While we're going through this, we got lots of stuff to talk about today. We got lots of great, great, fun things to talk about. But first, we're going to go to Russ, who's got something before the show. It's not so much fun, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's baseball, act, so but yeah, I know. it it's will involve you. So don't go anywhere. It will involve me. I'm not going anywhere. No, because the the function of this is baseball. MLB has sold ten games this year to Facebook, oh. so they can put it on like Facebook Watch. Great timing. Yes. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. So the first one will be Wednesday, Mets versus Phillies. Uh, Noah Syndergaard, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Uh, pretty much an internet sensation, too. So that it's probably no surprise that the timing works out that way. And the catch-all for this is if you have the MLB package, you can't watch it. If you have SNY, who the Mets are on, you can't watch it. If you have Comcast, who the Phillies are on, you can't watch it. It is just Facebook and so I did a Twitter poll. Because when? when will they uh, learn? When will they learn? But but you but you can get it in Russia. Yeah. So here's the thing. So I did a Twitter poll and just asked, are you are you mad? Are you not mad? Or do you not care? Right. So 61 percent don't care, which is the fans <laughs> that aren't baseball fans. And I respect generally, that. generally the reaction to most of baseball. Yes. Yeah, so right. right. But the ones that care, 29 percent do care, and and uh, yes, and 10 percent don't. So. You figure if you break that down, MLB is making a mistake here because yeah. the hardcore fans, which is again, MLB is just a couple of pegs ahead of you know the NHL. The hardcore fans want to be at home, want to be able to watch the game the way they want to watch the game. MLB sells out to Facebook here. And so I did do a little digging, Mike. It looks like Cliff Floyd, who does the um, Blue Jays yeah. games, will be one of the hosts. That's fine. Yeah, he's pretty good, actually. He's pretty good. But the idea is, act this will turn off a lot of bands and it's a lot of day games. And so that's another thing where they're selling out the day games to this. Cause I think what they're thinking is, is well, nobody's home anyhow. Right, you're at work. Right. And that, work, there's but that's logic. not true anymore. Cause a lot of people telecommute. And a lot of people work at home. Yeah. And even, I mean, you, if you're at work, you can't watch the game anyway. I mean, it's yeah, not, right. and if you, you know, and if you know anything about baseball, the get like you know most of these probably be get getaway days for us, like third, yes. you know, thir games on Wednesday or Thursday in the afternoon. They are Wednesday and Thursday games, yeah. Yeah. So, so you have to pay for these games. No. No, but but the, but the prop but the problem is is that they want based on what Ross was saying, they want exclusivity. It's not being broadcast anywhere else, so it's funneling everybody to Facebook. Right. And this is sort of like what the NFL did when it was NFL.com. The only problem was not everybody had NFL.com, so you're sort of, sort of, uh, you know, cutting off your nose to spite your face. It's it's not it's not the right thing to do. I, I don't get cost, it. The cost could be getting data mined. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that, that's for sure. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I mean, that I've I have said. And you guys might know, I mean, I've said this from the beginning, you know, being an internet person and myself, yeah. provider of internet things, that anything that is free, you know, the person who is reading it is the product. I mean, that's how it works. That's that's mm -hmm. 
that's what's you know so don't think that anything's ever free and, and that can mean like just you know whether you're being advertised to or whatever but if you're being if you're if it's free yeah you are the product so the nothing is you know no one nothing's free yeah, so just to, just to forewarn somebody if you get an invitation for, to, to follow me on on messenger and it says my address is in magnetogorsk or lagos nigeria it's not me well yeah, that's yeah when you, that, you get a farmville invite from me it's not me because i hate that you know what game oh yeah no there's a whole bunch i mean it's a whole other level of scamming and everything like that but this is like you know this Facebook is like Facebook is is a very confused. It's a whole it's a whole huge topic for me because it's a whole. I mean, we have tried like a lot of a lot of people like. And if Kevin was on here, Kevin Allen, he would say to us flat out, you know, the importance of Facebook to to USA Today is is vital. I mean, and and we have a Facebook page on Hockey Buzz, and we've tried to get it going, and it and it has some it has you know gotten better and better over the years. But and Facebook is vital to news um, to news organizations, and I you know was slow getting on Facebook, you know, fast getting on Twitter, slow getting on Facebook, but that's, you know, Facebook's probably more important and it's really important to everybody as far as there are still many, many people who are addicted and not just because we've seen stuff now, it doesn't mean it's going to change. I mean, this is just because we've seen stuff in face with Facebook yeah. mining people, people, very few people are actually going to Do we worry because MLB did this, that the NHL will follow suit? Oh, I think they will. I mean, well, MLB and the NHL are tied at the hip when it comes to streaming stuff. So that they they are definitely going to follow suit. Um, Don't you think this would be a mistake for the NHL because of their hardcore audience and the so, way that fans are sort of fanatical about the game? Like, it's again, there's going to be a lot of fans that because of the data mining, a lot of people have gotten off Facebook. I don't think it's, you know, as big no, as no, a lot of people have. Yeah. I mean, not as many people as I think are as, as you would, as you, as, as is being reported, but I think a lot of people have, and, and also you shouldn't have to be on Facebook to watch a game. Um, especially my issue here is if you're paying for like the center ice package, yeah. um, then, then, and they're taking this off the center ice package. Now, I mean, you would have a legitimate gripe and you can sit there and say, you know, I, I'm told that all these, I'm told these games are going to be on. I'm told these well, games I, I have a problem with the with with the NHL, and apparently, if you have Direct TV, this is not the case. There's always that kind of thing too, and that makes me yes. insane. Right, like the Sportsnet stuff up in Canada, where you can watch home games on the NHL Center Ice package if you have Sportsnet. Um, at well, least in Western Canada, so it's kind uh, of crazy. That, I'll, give you, I'll give you I'll give you a perfect example, and this might be the limitation of my of my uh, my cable company, but. Any the uh, the NHL uh, center ice package has a limit of like fourteen channels. So sometimes I will get, right. you know, say Toronto versus Nashville, and I won't get the Toronto broadcast. I'll only get the Fox Sports Tennessee broadcast, which right. is bearable. It's not, you know, Pete Weber's on the radio. If it was Pete Weber, I wouldn't have any problem with it. But you know, right. I I I I, I want to listen to the Toronto perspective and not the Nashville perspective. So now the thing is is. Game of the day on Sunday was Tampa Nashville, and the channels that are usually used for the NHL Center Ice package are occupied now by Major League Baseball extra innings. So there, there's a there's a crossover. Yeah, I had right. to watch Tampa versus Nashville, a basically a battle for the President's Trophy on standard def <laughs> because all the high def channels were taken up. Yeah, then, you know this it's it's absolutely ridiculous, and also. You know, in Toronto yesterday, I wanted to check a replay on something. I went to Game Center Live, and it was blacked out because the you know because I'm in Toronto, and it's it's using the IP where the location of where I am, and it's saying you can't watch the game. And right. like, you're paying for it, so why can't you watch it? 
Like yeah. pretty soon there's going to be like a center ice preferred, you know, yes. like, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. Right. Ek? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's very, I mean, that's very possible. I mean, there's, you have to understand there's a whole lot of people involved in this thing. And I've, I've, I have had this fight and every time Bill Daly sees me, I know he gets, he gets pissed off to see me just because he knows I'm going to bring up this like home game thing well, on center. Ice. What the fans talk about, like, you know, Bill Daly doesn't know what the fans are saying about. Oh, he does. No, he does. He does. He totally does. Not, um, not to that degree, I don't think. I don't think he has. I, I think he does. I think the issue yeah. is, okay, so what you now you have, like, for example, in Philadelphia, if you're a Flyers fan, just bring this up because I know this area and I know what we have here. We have Comcast Sportsnet, the Comcast Sportsnet app, which right. enables us to watch, you, which enables you to watch the home games for free, and actually all the Flyers games for free um, on the on the Comcast Sportsnet app. So, therefore, so this is why we haven't seen it, we weren't seeing it before on on the NHL on the NHL Game Center because they would have had to take it away from Game Center and put it on the Comcast Sportsnet app. So once the Comcast Sportsnet app came out, I really didn't care about the Game Center things being blacked right. out because it doesn't really matter or my home my home team or whatever. You know, it doesn't really affect me. But not every place has yet gotten to that point. So there's a lot of cities that still don't have a way to watch the home game um, or watch watch a game that you're paying for or have a game being blacked out. But then you get to the Comcast Sportsnet app and sometimes that can be blacked out depending on where you are. I ran into me. I ran into this situation when I was in Tampa last week, you know, visiting in-laws and um, I wanted to watch a game that is, you know, that I have Comcast cable at home. I, get, you know, I, I get this. So I go to the Comcast Sports app. Now I'm suddenly not in my home area, so yeah. I can't watch the game now. Now I should be able to watch on center ice at that point. Right. So I go to center ice and I could watch it there and that was fine. But you know, the situation is it's just, it's, it's a cluster because it's very confusing to people. People get really pissed off about it. And if Facebook wants to do this and take it, you know, I, what I would do if I, if I was running this thing, you know, which I'm not obviously, um, but I, I would, I would have it on, on Facebook, go ahead, put it on Facebook, do something special with it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, where there's, you know, some kind of, you know, some kind of, you know, whether it's a chat room that's running on the side or a special kind of like where you can interact with There's your Facebook functionality friends. that you can't get otherwise. Right. And do that and don't take it away from center ice, but just make it, make it, put it on center ice as well, but make it on Facebook's, make it something interesting on Facebook. Therefore you have game. Somehow it's an enhanced game, right? Well, that you, well, a reason that you'd want to go to Facebook for something more, but yeah. that, by taking it away from center ice, you are forcing people to be a part of Facebook, which is something that's not fair. Right. And, you know that that's where that that's where that's where they make these mistakes. And I and I also have a problem, like in, in the sense that you know Buffalo is a border town, and I grew up being able to watch Canadian TV, watch Hockey Night in Canada on the antenna, watch CHCH from Hamilton. That's how I got a lot of my Leaf games when I when I was right. young. Now the you know we don't get Sportsnet, we don't get TSN because they're Canadian. Uh, they're Canadian cable companies, and we they don't they don't cross over into the U.S. and Online, everything like say TSN does their insider trading or TSN does things that are streaming video, they're geo blocked because I'm in the US and they're in Canada. Yeah. Uh, Sportsnet ran something a couple weeks ago. It was an interesting concept where they were doing basically secondary audio broadcast of a Sportsnet game. You know, yeah. they had Jeff Merrick and a couple other people talking about and telling stories yeah. and stuff while the play was going on. I wanted to watch it and it was geo blocked. 
Yeah, can we get this? Can we get past this? We're on the same friggin' continent. Let's yeah. be able to watch the time. Well, this, watch then, then now, now, now you're digging into another whole set of issues because that now you're digging into Canadian TV versus yeah. American TV versus. I mean, the fact that we can't get TSN in the United States makes no sense at all. Yeah. Uh, like you can't get Sportsnet in the United States makes no sense at all. I have to rent a slingbox from somebody up in Canada to watch those things. Um, you know, so I've got an like, extra cable that I've got to pay just to just to be able to do my job. But normally, I mean, it, does, it doesn't make any sense that you can't. That you I, could I got be my last two things on this. The light bulb went yeah. off just now. Like, I think Facebook's doing this to get people back because they lost people. Oh, I think I think this was planned a long time ago. But um, I, I think I think this, the timing of this is is, is no. The, the press release just came out. Like, I don't yeah, know. But how I think I think yeah. But they don't put the, this. This this takes a while to put together. Um, yeah, maybe this, these kind of things, you know. And I'm I mean, the press release. These games will be. It is. I mean, maybe it's possible. I mean, it, it's baseball, so I don't know. I mean, with hockey, I know when they do the streaming things, yeah. it would be, you know, but well, we would get the press release way ahead of time too. So, if the press release just I mean, spring to, training, it was known, but spring training, the data mining situation was known too. Like, well, so I'm saying it, it yeah. could, it could Russ, be. Go ahead, go ahead. Russ, we'll we'll know if something is up if it's sponsored by the KHL. Right, and, and the, the other thing problem, was real problem with baseball though, and then the last thing I'll say on and it, it, is yeah. that, and this, this is different than any sport, I think, is that the people who watch baseball. Um, a, there are a lot, I mean, there's a lot of people like you and I, or, or you know, you, not me, but you, um, Mike, you guys, um, but, uh, but also a lot of, a lot of the elderly people, a lot of elderly people yes. watch baseball. <laughs> well, and, no, um, no, it's true though. No, it's true. very, it's very true. And the more complicated you make it for them, they're yeah. just going to really get, and they watch every, these are people who are retired and they look forward to every single game. And this is yeah. their, this is their game. And I know I had a grandparent, I had a grandmother who died many years ago, but I, you know, she couldn't get her away from a Phillies game. So, I mean. Right. But and at that point, often it was just listening on the radio, but she wouldn't miss a single thing. So, um, yeah, this is this is the the issue with, with this with baseball it makes it a little more complicated because the the, you know, the the Canadian TV thing. I remember interviewing Bob Swatos a couple yeah. times, two or three times. He was big in the league. He owned the Sabers for a while. He told me they know exactly who's listening and watching and whatever because obviously the everything bleeds over to the borders both ways, but it. You know, he said it was hard to get advertisers, but in the 21st century, I would um, think you could do that pretty easy. Yeah, but there's also laws in, in Canadian right. TV. Right, well, that's that, the thing. It's, it's the government that's the problem. Yeah, and Canadian TV, because Canada doesn't want to just be all American television, they have certain right. laws that they have to be X amount of Canadian-based shows and things like that, too, which is fine. It makes sense. And that, otherwise, yeah. you know, America would just overrun it because, you know, but and it has, yeah. because of that, we've gotten some really good, like, SCTV and well, shows right. like this that we got. From Canada, yeah, which you probably yeah, wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Give us the Canadian content, and we'll plug our nose and watch David Suzuki and his uh, and his uh, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. It, it, it's great. That's what I'll say. Is, no, there's some awesome Canadian shows. Um, yeah. Great Canadian kids shows. Travelers um, is real good. There's some real good ones. There's also new. Murdoch Mysteries, which is. <laughs> I really was out there. Two B and B new. Like my favorite. Still, my kids' favorite favorite television show as a kid was is a Canadian show. Um, really funny stuff. So anyway, right. there you have it. Uh, let's move on to the actual show, although this was very good too. So if you weren't paying attention, then screw you. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just wow. kidding. This is all good. I've, I've had a week, guys. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting there. All right. All right. Here we Let's go. go. Uh, hello, Hockey World. Today is Tuesday, April 3rd, 2018. Bite me. I'm Michael Agello. <laughs> I'm Russ Cohen, and the Oilers are losing for a second time to the Wild in the last 24 hours because they're replaying it. Why not? Oh yeah, I'm sure that's a I'm sure that's a heavy heavily watched game on that replay. Um, and I am Eklund. You're watching the Hockey Buzzcast on HockeyBuzz.com. This is the podcast that comes every Monday through Friday at this time to fill you in on the comings and goings in the hockey world. 
And uh, it's funny, on this date, um, in 2013, something very important happened to the National Predators. Do we know what that is? Oh, yes, I do, because I was sitting right where you're yep. sitting right now, Act, because we wow. were waiting for that deal, and all of a sudden it came up Philip Forsberg for, yeah. for Marty Erat, and I still can't believe that deal. I know, isn't that something? Remember, the trade deadline was late that year because of the lockout. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that yeah. was a crazy last minute. I've got a lot of pressure on me on George McPhee kind of deal. <laughs> And yeah, so Martin Erat and who you know, and Michael Lada, uh, Erat yeah. recently seen in the Olympics, right? Wasn't he? Yes. In the Olympics? Yeah. Yeah, Lada um, played for a few years for the Caps. I mean, he did. He, he did, and he was always a solid player. But uh, Philip Forsberg turned into a star. So that was this day, um, a while back. But let's start here with um, before we get there, let's let's go right into Eric Carlson and the situation going on there. Um, and and. Also, I wanted to announce something sort of that's kind of interesting. So if you're paying attention, I just wanted in the beginning of the show here, um, well, Hockey Buzz, what we're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks, it's kind of fun, at least what I'm going to be doing for the most part, is I've listened to a lot of people. I've taken a lot of different, you know, I've talked to a lot of your you uh, readers and viewers and stuff like that, and you really want us to, us and me particularly, to write more about the offseason um, almost right away, like, you know. And I and I've there's all there was always is a is you know I have to cover the playoffs and I feel like as a reporter I want to cover the playoffs but I'm telling you right now that I'm going to be covering more of the off season stuff I'm going to be covering the playoffs as well but I'm going to be covering more of the off season with many of the teams because half the league is is done in a week right. and right. Uh, is going to be interested in what's happened and we aren't that far from the draft and in in terms of if you're looking at this like a dead like a trade deadline we'd be in like the middle of December yep. you know heading towards a trade deadline so we're not that far off. So and, that means and the, the rumor, draft and the draft lottery is going to be right. Right. And all the, right. the rumors. So the room, that means rumored charts and things like that. And I'm going to be really focusing on a lot of these off season, a lot of off season moves and stuff like that. So that'll be fun. We'll be talking about on the show as well, of course. And we'll be talking about the playoffs. Of course, the playoffs are always fun and, and great if your team's in it, but if your team's not in it, it sucks. So I'm going to, we're going to try to be the place you can go if your team's not in it to see more stuff. So that'll mm -hmm. be something that I think will be fun. And then after the first week, you get half the teams eliminated again. So then, then you have two thirds of the teams, in the NHL not playing. So, and uh, a lot of people are after the first two weeks, you know. Well, really I, I think I think one thing that we're gonna that's gonna be different this year than in past years is the Monday after the regular season is gonna be Black Monday. There's gonna be a lot of coaches fired. Yeah, we're gonna see firings. Um, yeah, because there was nothing in season, so you're right. Yeah, if you remember last year, my one of my crazy predictions was that no coach would be fired last year, and everybody's oh, that's never happened. That's not possible. <laughs> it was one well, year. One of my predictions was the Ottawa Senators were going to finish in dead last, and I was a year off too. So right, yeah, things could be a year off. So um, but uh, there you have it. So let's um, but anyway, that's something just for you guys watching out there, or listening, or re or readers to Hockey Buzz. There's going to be, I think, a lot of a lot of fun, and it's going to be a challenge. But I'm going to be talking to everybody, and uh, hopefully, we might be one of the few places where you can get some stuff in the next few weeks if you're looking for news moving forward. Um, all right, let's go on that note. Eric Carlson, who many we still don't know what's going to happen to, um. Really might have shown a little bit of his hand last night, um, but there's there's all so many different ways of looking at this. You know, Eric Carlson last night, for those who don't know, playing his final what could be his final game in in his home arena in Ottawa, um, picks up the puck at the end of the game. You know, puts it in his belt and heads off the ice. And a lot of people looked at that. What do you know? What are you doing? Well, he was interviewed after the game by Bruce Garriock, and Garriock, you know, basically got him. He basically said to Garriock, "Well, I don't know. I read a lot of social media and Twitter. I don't know really what's happening um, necessarily, but a lot of you seem to think this is my last game. So in case it is, and uh, you know, that's, that was Carlson's answer. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to overinterpret, you know, something that could be completely innocent. But 
It's I, not innocent. It's not. No, no, no. I, I, I mean, or you know, not innocent, but in the sense that it could be completely meaningless. He could just be picking up the puck and you know whatever. But no. at the at the odd chance, I mean, I think he, I think he realizes with all the stuff that is that has gone yeah. on here that more than likely he's going to be traded. I mean, look at the look at the situation with the Senators. The Senators are, you know, you've got Melnick who wants to cut the budget. You've got an uncertain commodity in Carlson when the, in the case of the fact that he is, he's coming he's come back from that injury. It, this was not not a good year for him. Yep. There's a lot of people who doubt whether he can ever be the Carlson of old and you're one year away from having to pay from him to demand maybe 10 million, 11 million a year. That all those things add up to trading him, and that—that's he may—he may not want to go, but he really doesn't have any control in this situation, other than other than to say I'm not going to sign with anybody who, uh, <clears throat> who I get traded to. But I, I think that you know. Yeah, he, but yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's. I mean, you know, Russ, go ahead, give your thoughts. And I'll well, I was going to say this. I mean, I, I as a lifetime collector, I understand collectors, and I and I've talked to a lot of athletes who collect. And so I think I understand athletes who collect. And I just looked online, and the only picture you could find of Eric Carlson with a puck is his first goal. So I don't think he's been that guy yeah, that coach. has picked up a lot of pucks along the way. Maybe a few. You know, maybe his 100th goal. If he has 100, probably does. Um, those kinds of things. But at the end of the day, he wanted that puck for a reason. Like, that wasn't just, hey, let me just grab that puck just for prosperity. He did that with a purpose, and the purpose is in case he's not there, and the odds are he's not going to be there, and that's that's why he did it. And we all understand that he's going to hide it for now. But at the end of the day, if he's there by the start of next season, I think we'll all be shocked. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I don't think he's going to be there. The, the you know all the circumstantial evidence adds up to them trading him. It's just a question now of how much. Do they get for him? Right. Uh, where where does he go? And you know, does you know, does he follow through on the thing of I'm not going to sign? I, I think if he goes to a place that he likes, he will sign. I think that's just basically a little bit of control. The only modicum of control that he has in this situation is that threat. I mean, if he wants to, if he wants to go to Vegas or he wants to go to some place that you know fits where he wants to go in his career then signing or not signing is the only only play that's that probably not where he's going to get traded to i don't think he's going to get traded to the place he's going to sign with i really do feel like he is going to go ufa no matter what like i just had that feeling he's been angling for that right and, and so well, that, that i mean that that mitigates his value then russ because it I, does, I, but i mean it's still eric carlson and if you think right. you can win the stanley cup you're going to still give up quite a bit to get him you will. Sure. I mean, okay. Say Tampa. Say Tampa falls short this year. Right. Say that, you know, yeah. I. I mean, I'm sure they would give a val a lot of value for him. But you know, there's there's value of Carlson for one year, and there's value of Carlson for eight and nine, eight or nine years. Yeah, but I don't think that's gonna. I don't think he's gonna allow that to be executed. I think he's literally just gonna get traded to a team that thinks they can win the Stanley Cup with him. And Ottawa will, will get back what they can. But if you were trading them to Tampa, you could get something like, I don't know, Paquette and Sergachev and a first. You know, that's probably something you can get. And yeah. for Ottawa, that's a help. I mean, yeah. I've been told many times that. that, that, oh, that oh, we got the uh, the, mun the, oh, uh, the Munchkin. Right. Hold on one second. All right. <laughs> okay. Back. 
All right. I've been told a couple times now that um that, that this would be a sign and trade for Erickson, that, that he, he will sign. Um, the eighth year is going to be important because of obviously the situation. It'll be it'll be a it'll be a deal that'll be worked out with the other team, obviously, but it'll right. be officially signed by the senators. Right. Um, and then he'll be traded because the Sen that's the only way the Sens get anything for him, um, legitimate. Right. And uh, you know, but well, still I still think they could get something for him without this, but the sign and trade's gonna be hard to do, and nobody's ever done it yet. So we'll have to wait and see on this one. Right. And we and we might see we might see two instances of it this right. year. We could see right. him and and uh and Tavares where I mean, and I've I've heard also, um, you know, um, Carlson from um Washington as being a sign and trade possible. So there's yeah. another that that's also possible. So yeah, so we could see a couple. Um, and well, I, it is it is a way for those teams to. I mean, does that does that mean that the Maple Leafs sign James Van Riemsdyk to an eight year deal and and trade him someplace else? That would that would mean getting something for him. I mean, yeah, it's possible. But here's the thing: if you do a sign and trade with Carlson, let's just say to the Capitals. Are the Capitals doing a sign and trade for Carlson somewhere else? Because he's going to be a UFA this year. Like right. they have time running out on him. Oh right, right, yeah. No, it would. It would I mean, so like it. I, you know, I don't know if you can get all these done that quickly. That's my issue. Yeah, no, you have a lot. There's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot. There's, to, there's a lot to go through when you do a sign and trade. Because you know what it is, Eck, and you could speak to this. Teams are going to be like a little bit leery of another team saying yes let's do this sign and trade and it's all oh, going to yeah. work out like it's oh yeah no it, it's got to be worked out way ahead of, it's all it always be worked out ahead of time um, and Rosa, I, I was i was talking and this is definitely something i think will affect this summer even though i don't think and maybe it's in advance of the big summer of 2019 when there's so many big named free agents but we've seen the effect of free agency in baseball where where you know, there was a moratorium, essentially, a, a stare down until what, just before, just before, or during spring training and just before the season where guys were, who were out there, who were expecting to get massive, massive deals, didn't get them. And then at the, at the 11th hour got much less than it that was expected. That is something that could affect and something that could be a tactic of general managers in the NHL where yeah. you expect you know, John Carlson could expect eight years or, or seven years at seven million. James Van Riemsdyk right. could expect the same thing. And if they don't get it, if everybody just says, okay, and you could say this is collusion, but if everybody all of a sudden is starting to tighten up and say, we can't do these deals because seven, six, seven de year deals are bad for us. You know, look at the Lucic deal. Right. Look at the the, uh, the the Louis Erickson deal. Look at the ones that were all made a couple of years, uh, Kyle Oposo. All these deals are bad deals now, and maybe – the NHL general managers are just going to say, okay, you know what? We're going to hold off and maybe we can get these guys for three or four years yeah. when they're desperate later in the season or later yeah. in the off season. In the off season. I, I do, I do think it's not, I don't think it's going to be simple. I don't think it's going to be an obvious thing. There's aren't, there aren't obvious teams for any of these guys, you know, like, I yeah. mean, I mean the closest thing to obvious for me is Tavares and the Rangers, but beyond that, I don't think there's really an obvious situation. Um, and you know the Rangers might just say, "Forget it. We're not going to do a sign and trade because we know we know he'll sign here, and that's that." Right. And I don't think the Rangers would do a sign and trade. I don't. Gordon's not that kind of guy. There's no yeah. way he would do it. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, for as far as Tavares go goes, you know, people bring okay, it is the eighth year, and that's important to him. But at the same time, you also have the situation of okay, you know, I can as a, as a UFA he can sign anywhere, and he can turn around and you know, 
And, right. and, and, and with the Rangers, there's not another, I mean, there's, there's Lundquist, but there's not another monstrous contract like, like say Chicago with Kane and Taves, they could, they could conceivably sign Tavares for 13, 13 right. and a half and not have negative ramifications. Right. Right. I mean, the one thing I wanted just to finish off the Eric's thing, the one thing that I thought, and I'm sorry, I had to take that call there, but the one thing I thought about was when I see that, I see a guy who doesn't want to leave Ottawa. Like I, I see a player who really, I mean, because that, that's not something you do if you're pissed off at, at being in Ottawa. Um, if you're pissed, you know, if like, remember this is the guy who, when he was named captain, you know, allowed, and I wrote the sale, you know, allowed people to go on the concourse and bring your Carlson shirt and you would have a FC sewn on it, you know, for free. Yeah. He's, he's a good guy and he, he like he likes the area. He likes, he's, he's been there a long time. He wants to stay in Ottawa. Um, he knows it's not, and he knows it's not in his control, right. but, but to the, to me, it's a really good way for him to tell the fans, listen, I am not the one who's wants yeah. to get out, of, wants out of here. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sentimental about my time in Ottawa. Uh, you yeah. know, this, he wants to, he wants to stay there. And I think that that does nothing, but it just, you know, en enhance the whole Melnick crap that's going on. You know, it just right. takes it to another level yeah. because now you've got, you know, Carlson making a definite statement and Carlson has been nothing but classy the whole time with everything that's gone on. And, um, you know, well, the fans are already already protesting and putting up billboards to get to, for Melnick to sell the team. Yeah. So this this enhances that way more. And you know, but if I'm a Sens fan, I'm a little bit happy because I don't think this is Eric Carlson's desire to get out. No, it's not. It's no, it's it's not. But in the in the end, that's in the end. Unfortunately yeah. for them, it's meaningless because he doesn't control the situation. I mean, look, I don't know if you saw the the the, uh, the team photo that was taken a few weeks back, where he was sitting in between Pierre Dorian and and uh, and Eugene Melnick, and he had a look on his face of basically like utter contempt. Now, yeah, he's not very good at hiding his, his emotions, Carlson. No, he definitely wears his emotions on his sleeves for sure. Right. So, I mean, where the franchise is, where he is in his contract, where he is in his career in terms of coming back from the injury, these are all factors. And, it, you know, it could, they could very well turn, you know, turn around and say, okay, we'll sign you for $11 million a year for eight years, and then he's not the same player he was before the Achilles injury or before the ankle injury, and then, then you're immediately in trouble. I don't think that they're an organization who can – eat an $11 million a year mistake. And that's where I think is going to force them to make those, make this deal this summer. Yeah. Now switching yeah. to Tavares, here's a quote from Henrik Lundqvist this morning, which was sent loud and clear to management. And it basically was next year has to be about winning and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> a one year rebuild. Thanks Henrik. Like this is, oh. this is what you're going up against now when you have a guy like this, that does not want to spend the end years of his career rebuilding. And I don't well, blame him. I don't blame him at all. And honestly, the Rangers aren't in a rebuild. I mean, no. and, and and this this is not a terrible team. This is a team that's had issues this year yeah. and they've had they've had injuries or they've had there, players who skew though. That's the one thing. It is. Oh yeah, no, there's there's problems, but but they got rid of a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and by getting rid of a lot of money, they become an incredibly attractive place to play. Everybody wants to play for the Rangers. Yeah. I, I, I've never met a player who didn't love it, who didn't think it was the greatest thing in the world because you're playing in the greatest city in the world. You're, you know, and people, and I say that as Philadelphian, I mean, you're, you're sitting there, you're playing in 
the center of the universe. You know, like you really feel like, I mean, New York City playing in Madison Square Garden, it's incredible. I mean, if you ever get to see a game there, it's an amazing thing. Well, it is the it's only going. building left that has like a lineage. That's the Oh, I know. It has a lineage. Plus, you're just, you step outside and you're like, too, you know, yeah. you see Radio City Music Hall there and you see like yeah, all, all this stuff. It's all right there. And this is, you see, so you realize you're in, you know, and, and players, they, they get that. I mean, they, they get how incredible that is to play yeah. there. Even, even, even Canadians who, you know, we would think are, you know, weren't into the glitz or the whatever, they get it. Um, so Lunk was saying that, I mean, I, I don't expect the Rangers to be rebuilding at all. Like I expect the Rangers will use their money. It depends, depends how well they use it. You know, like if they, right. if they use it for Tavares, then that's a great thing. If they, if they don't use it for Tavares, then they have to turn around and, you know, use it smartly in a lot of different ways. But they have enough money, and the the desire will be there for players to come there. And look at this! Look at the Metro Division. I mean, it's it's completely wide open. It is. And and you know and you know the Penguins are they the class? Are they, are they the Capitals the class? You know who knows? They've got a couple of really good teams. You got. I'll say this: the Capitals finally played hard the other night. They finally were were going guns yeah. a blazing. And actually, last night, and Ovechkin actually got hurt in that game. He still yeah. played, but he, well, he took a bad hit. But well, they they. they they played pretty hard against Pittsburgh on uh, on uh, and it was Saturday or Sunday on the weekend. So they uh, are ramping it up. Yeah, yeah, and and I have I have to say the mo most amusing part of that game was was Evgeny Malkin getting pissed off as, at Kuznetsov. <laughs> I, I think Kuznetsov said something about his mother in Russian because <laughs> there, there really there was some there was something going on, and, and I think I think Malkin after the game says, "Well, we're probably going to play them in the playoffs." So you know, I was I was just getting riled up for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I know you guys talked about the Sedin yesterday. Um, I'm sure, but um, I did, and I, and I, you know, or did, yeah, that happened before the show. Yes, it did. I'm sorry, I'm losing my train of um, time. But yeah, but there's one thing that was kind of interesting to me, and I was trying to find out who it was. Maybe somebody out there can remind it because I remember reading an article about two weeks ago, and it was funny. Yesterday morning, I was calling people because I, I just, just really weird. Like whether I've been doing this too long or whether my mind's just, I was just had this feeling that something was going on with the Sedins and I honestly had no, nowhere to come from, but I was just think I was watching and I read this article a couple weeks ago of a player who came up to him, came up to them during the game. Um, and, and said some, it made, went out of his way, like a, a Swedish player on the other team that came out. I can't wish I knew who it was. I'm going to try to find out who it was. But, um, that to me is like, that that showed that uh, this has been known for a while among maybe the. I don't know. Players. I had no clue. I was. Yeah, like, I gotta find. I gotta find it. Um, and then I, you know, I guess last night it was Luongo, right, coming up to them. Um, yeah. was, maybe it was Luongo last week actually, because they didn't play Luongo last. No, night. Luongo talked about it yesterday. Yeah, but he actually came. I was. I, I, I'll find it. I'll find it. It might have been Luongo, like a couple, like a. And Lundqvist came out and talked about it this morning too, because Lu the funny yeah. thing about Lundqvist is he and Joel, because they're twins. Yeah, met up with the Sedins when when the Lundquists were in junior. Right. Sedins didn't know them; they were the big stars, but right. they were very nice to them, and they had an all a, a big conversation. And it does show how uh, you know influential they are in the hockey world. Whether there are fans that are always going to hate on them, it doesn't matter. They're they really do have a long, oh yeah, great uh, relationship with fans, media, and yeah. and really everybody in outside the hockey world. Like it's it's. You don't get guys like this every day. You don't. No, not at all. Um, so I mean, to me, it, you know, when I when I look at it, I, I think that, you know, it always fascinates me what is known when because that's my job to a degree, right? So I and I think that you know the Sedins probably told them this at the trade deadline. They probably knew about this before then because you know, like, I think they did. I mean, I I don't know. You know I no mean, one admit to this. No, all I know is that the, there was there was talk over the last couple of weeks that they were still in discussion with the Canucks, but 
I don't and from what from the previous indicators it was like what is what what was the role going to be going forward and you know I mean I don't think pay was going to be a big thing because more than likely if they were going to be taking a secondary role playing second third line playing second power play you know, yielding ice time to guys like Besser and Pedersen if Pedersen came over came over and played next year you know that the pay wouldn't be as much and maybe they figured okay you know what if we're going to be secondary players then let's just retire now and that and that's fine. I mean, they had an amazing career. And honestly, and we didn't talk about this yesterday. We just talked, reflect, reflected on their careers. And Peter, uh, you know, being somebody who's covered the Canucks and who's lived in Vancouver, was giving yeah. an, an interesting perspective on that. Yeah, he did. But look at look at the organization and where they are now with fourteen million dollars in cap space opening up. This is the opportunity mm -hmm. that I've been talking about for the last two or three years to rebuild this franchise and not go out and willy now. Now you can go out and spend ten, twelve million dollars. And sign Tavares. I don't know if Tavares wants to go play in Vancouver, but you have this cap space opening up. But you have a, a good group of young players, and this is the opportunity for Jim Benning to mold this team yeah. and, and have some flexibility and do the right things and make this team, uh, you know, a, a, a playoff team in the next couple of years. But when you have a lot of cap space, you you have that urge to spend it, and sometimes it can be the wrong thing to do. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, and. I mean, I, I think that, I mean, they're they're an they're an exciting team. You know, they they have a lot of they have a lot of good. Well, oh, there, there's some pieces there that are really good. Yeah, they, they have the rookie of the year this year, obviously. Um, I think I think there's no question about that, right? And they have. Oh, there's uh, a Barzil. Barzil. I don't know. Kyle Connor. Yeah, there's a there's a question, but he's in the running. He'll be in. He'll be one of the five. I think he's the winner. Um, but we'll see. We'll find out. You know. Yeah. Um, but I the, think that uh, I think the injury hurt him. The injury hurt him. Yeah. Yeah, it did. But I still think um, I, I don't. I, I think that you gotta like where they're going, the way they're the way they've handled the situation. I mean, they've handled the Sedins well. I mean, there's certain things about Vancouver that players who play there absolutely adore it. Um, there's no question about that, you know. And I think the Sedins, you know, and I I know, you know, like I know it was really hard for Kessler to leave um, Vancouver. Um, mm -hmm. There's certain players they they just they do really love playing there, and yeah, and they think, love the city, and it's they nice love the city. It's there. a great. It's and it, and the fans are great, and the fans are really into it. Um, and they're and they're not as 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 hard. They're they're not as life or death as some of the other Canadian fans. I've heard that mentioned too. Oh. You know, which is which has its pluses and minuses in different situations. Of course, you know everyone wants passion. Um, so yeah, th th this is. It, I'll see how this plays out. But I, I really, I think it's interesting. Like I, I do think that this has been known for a long time. And I, well, I do. So I give the city in some class to the fact that they didn't do like a going away tour. Yeah, there's three games left, and I think only one home game, right? Which I yeah. like. You know, I like. I mean, I and some people are upset about it that they didn't do going away tour. But I think wasn't it Matt Sedin who did a going away tour? Um, basically, I thought it was. I'm trying to remember who. I think I thought he announced. Oh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't Matt Sundin. He basically just said, "Screw you, Toronto," and then went to Vancouver the next year. No, and, but when he was going to retire officially, I thought there was. I I, I remember. I, you know, I mean, Gretzky did when there was about 15 games left, and I saw one of them. Actually, did, I saw two of them. Did I Nick? Saw, did Nick Lidstrom? Maybe Nick Lidstrom did. Lidstrom did. I know there's a player who did an entire year. I'm trying to remember what that yeah, was. I don't remember who did the entire year. I remember the Gretzky. Was it Messier that did that? No, I don't think so. That's, I think it was Gretzky. Uh, Gretzky, I mean, Gretzky did. did it with like 15 or 20 Maybe games left, and I, saw, and I saw a couple of them, and and it was a cool thing that he at least let people go and see him. But at least the Sedins are letting, you know, have the one home game. So yeah, and you can see him on the road and, if you want. And, we'll, and now that you know the NHL is the way it is, we know we'll see them at outdoor games, um, you know, at, <laughs> at the, for the alumni teams. You know, we're going to see the Sedins. Yeah. You know, well, it, it, it used to be you're never going to see him play again. That's 
Now, and, you know, I've, I never thought I would see Eric Lindros play against the Flyer. I have a couple times now. So it's like, you know, the, the, the funny thing is, Russ, when we were talking about this yesterday, I went on to like Ticketmaster and looked to see like yeah. where the games were. And it said that the Edmonton Vancouver game was at Rogers Arena. It's in Edmonton. So, I, and it, it's Rogers. Right. They're both yeah, Rogers. They're both they, like, Stop yeah. naming your buildings Rogers. Everybody. I gotta tell you, this, now, here's a real knock. Canada's been, Canada's going to be renamed Rogers soon. Man. Rogers is Scotiabank. And, and for the Gretzky, when he was, you know, hanging it up, I got tickets in New Jersey with parking for two tickets was less than the price of one ticket at MSG, <laughs> even after Gretzky announced it, right? Like but right across Philly, the yeah, that's, a, that's just nuts. But for Philly, I had to get in into a suite. Yeah, somebody knew the guy at Super Pretzel, and he gave me uh, and he gave me a seat. Well, that was, that, that that was great. I ran in. I'll tell you this. Hold on. So I I went into that building yeah. with a Ranger jersey on. I did, and and people were booing me and they're yelling stuff at me, and I was just like whatever, and I just kept going. Went right into awesome. the suite. It was great though. It was, well, at least you got to see him, Russ. I I went to New York City for a Yankee game in, in Jeter's final year to see him for one last time, and it was a day game after a night game, and he and they and they sat him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Oh uh, man, let's do some quick news before I gotta go. Um, I may have to go like a little like five five of here or something like that. But um um so. Uh, a couple of interesting stats today. I've been trying to find some stats. I haven't been here for a while, so I've been these have been piling up. But um, the one stat that I really thought was really interesting um, was you know well this is not a stat. Sorry, this is a rumor. First, that Antti Ranta um, has been offered an extension. We talked about this. Um, it's it's over four years. Um, at four to four point five million a year. So um, we now are in a, it's it's a really. I mean, now we're going to have two. You have two goalies who've been offered extensions. Uh, well, one signed an extension. Right. In, in in Arizona, um, is, is this Kemper. just a, yeah. yeah Kemper? I mean, th- I'm really going to be interested to see what the this trade the Islanders model what and the I'm no not- trade clause is like on these extensions. No, but if you think about it, this is the Islanders model and the Flyers for a large degree too. But not that yeah. high, not 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 four four and a half million. I mean, well, the four, uh, Flyers four. are like two and a half million. Um, with four, Mason four. and Neuvirth. Four million is the amount that tells you we like you, but we're not sold on you. This is the right. Robin Leonard amount in Buffalo. Robin Leonard's making four one, and you know everybody wonders well, are they going to qualify him? And you know more than likely they're going to because if they don't, he's a UFA and they get nothing for him. But you know Ranta early in the year had, had problems. Now lately, you know they've been playing well. He's been playing well, and they they think that they've found a guy who they can. They they're comfortable with, but you know I don't know if he's getting four four and a half for four years anywhere else, Russ. I don't think he is. No, I mean even 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 now, if he said, "Hey, I'm going to go back to the Rangers," and knowing that Lundqvist in four years won't be there, they wouldn't give him that deal either. I don't think. And that's right. the thing. This is this is an interesting thing where I think they decided, hey, you know, Kempner has started in the league now, right. so has Ranta. We can just keep flip-flopping them if we have to, but it's still cheaper than if we try and go get that number one goalie somewhere, and we'll see what you know what else we could develop in our system in the meantime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> yep, it's it's doing it again. Eck. Oh no! All right, hold on, I'll be back. So yeah, <laughs> I do like the way Arizona's played at the tail end of the season. No question about it. They have played well. And they had a good April Fool's joke where they said they hired Charles Barkley. That was yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, 
was 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 the WWE being sold to Disney? Was yeah, that to Disney? That was the joke. Was, I, I, that I am one. I, I am I am suspicious of anything at all that comes out on April first. Well, I said I was covering my last Flyers game, and I got a lot of likes, and then it made me think. Do I get a lot of likes because people don't like the coverage? <laughs> or are they giving the likes? Thank God, Russ. You're covering the Flyers. We're so sick and tired of seeing those. So tired of seeing you in the press box when they look at you. No, we're so sick and tired of seeing those friggin' Swedish fish. Yeah. No, that's funny. I mean, I, I didn't do one. This is the first year I haven't done one for a while. I, I you know, yeah. As go, my my favorite one that I ever did was when all the cities were going to start naming their teams all the same thing. So like the <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles would be all the sports teams. You know, like right. it would be, I like that one. Yeah. My that's my favorite. Um, just to save on, you know, we like make, that in Philly, actually. Yeah, no, uh, you hear the new thing in Philly is the supernova. Now that's pretty fun. <laughs> winning the super, winning the Super Bowl, and, and Villanova winning. Now we have that's these good. Super, I like Philadelphia, that Philadelphia supernova. I heard that last night. I thought that was I like that. Um, City yeah, of so, champions. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> here's another thing. I just lost, it, of course, but um, there's another. There's another thing I thought was kind of interesting. Before I, I may have to run. Um, but let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the playoff race for a second before we get into that. Before we, yeah. Really I was, I mean, if you have to go, at, just you can log off. We can finish with yep. the stuff. So, um, but no, yeah, no. The la last night, I mean, there was a couple key games. The, uh, I mean, this, this, the big loss I think was St. Louis losing losing to the Caps. Colorado too, I thought. Um, yeah, but Colorado may have lost their season last night. Yeah, I, I think I think that was the biggest one. I think St. Louis, like I, you know, based on my projections, things and all that stuff, St. Louis still has a shot at beating out Colorado. But it's, now it's going to come down to those two for sure, and it's going to be. Yes, it's going to be a race, and and you know both of those teams are really limping in. I mean, the, you're talking about two teams that are completely, you know, well, they're both beat up, they're both banged up beyond recognition right now. Well, well, this is not this is not good news for Vegas because right now it's because L.A. beat Colorado, they're at 96 points. Yeah, Anna, Anaheim is at 95 yeah. points, and right now it's Vegas versus Anaheim in the first round. That's not a matchup that I think Vegas wants. It no, actually is. Um, well, according at least if you're basing on who what their records this year. Not, not. I'm not saying that any. I don't think. I don't. I think everybody wants to play Vegas in the West because I think we've all talked about the fact that, you know, have they played at their playoff level all year? And you know what's going to change it? Act. What's going to change yeah. it is if Gibson's out for the playoffs and it's Ryan Miller. They didn't play against Ryan Miller most of the year. Like it's going to change right. the dynamic of the team. That's I mean, very true. They had two key injuries. We don't. We still don't know, and probably won't know until game one of the playoffs about about Gibson and about Cam Fowler. I mean, f remember Fowler was hurt at the end of last regular yeah. season and and didn't play until I think the second round. So yeah. I mean that and that's a big. I mean they they have the de the depth on defense to be able to get past that, but he's their best defenseman, either him or Lindholm. So I, I yeah. you know, if you, if you use him for any bit of time, that's a big thing. And if he's not a hundred percent, that's a big I thing. I actually take this back to our Mike completely. Um, Vegas dominated Anaheim this year. That, that, I had it reversed. Yeah. I apologize. But I, um, I, yeah, I, I, honestly, I throw out the regular season re records when it comes to the playoffs because I go back to like when Ottawa played no. Toronto and Ottawa beat Toronto every single time during the regular season and then yeah, Toronto handed them their lunch in the playoffs. The last year I did two predicting things for the playoffs that really and, – and it was interesting to see how they played. I'm going to do it again this year because I, I have two my two favorite ways of predicting the playoffs beyond just like us all guessing, which is what we do. Um, are the going by the matchups, which which tend sure. to be right way more than they're wrong. I mean, it, I've done it the last couple of years. Um, you know, sixty five to sixty five to seventy percent of the time, the the matchup will will hold, even when it's like an eighth versus a one or a seven versus a two. Um, which is what's interesting in the in the East because of the fact that you have, you know, 
basically the a team like the like the lightning has really struggled against um the the devils like there's certain things that are fun, funny as you as you play out but you know i'm not saying that would happen here but as far as vegas vegas is a tough one because you only have one year of matchups to go off of so you only have this year um but they did with possible teams they played anaheim they they had the best record against um then comes colorado then comes san jose then comes st louis well um, and then la was the team that they struggled against the most so la has the best, you know, would, technically was the only team that was 500 against Vegas that they could play. All right, the Ducks had made an announcement about Fowler out two to six weeks. So okay. that's playoffs, you know. So, that's, yeah, that's the that's the that's the first first round. Into this day to day. Yeah, yeah that, that that could be the first round. That could be into the second round. Now this is the thing. I mean, look, look at and Russ and I were talking about the show about this. Uh, so Anaheim loses Gibson and Fowler. Colorado loses Varlamov. And Eric Johnson, St. Yeah. Louis loses Scotty Upshaw and Gunnarsson for the year with an ACL tear. All these yeah. teams are losing. I mean, you know, St. Louis is—they're not star players, but you know, Gunnarsson is—I think they're on their second pairing. He's a solid two-way guy. You know, now you have to fill in with somebody who hasn't probably hasn't played most of the season. You know, these are the—and if you look at that, Colorado or St. Louis is going to play Nashville. I mean, Nashville right. is going to be licking their chops at that process. They—they have absolutely owned i mean more than any other team more than any other matchup i've done if you look at the the biggest single dominant of dominance between one team and another that could meet in the playoffs is nashville has owned colorado um now it could it could but it could you know and then not too far i mean i do this on a ranking from like zero to two um so if you have a zero ranking you've just you've never lost the team if you have a two ranking you've never beaten the team over three years basically weighted yeah. toward weighted towards the years this year so it's it's a, it's an interesting mathematical thing russ but you know what i mean yeah so, yeah Russ comes out at 0.2, which is like really crazy. I mean, Colorado comes out at 0.2 against Nashville. <laughs> Sorry, not Russ. Russ. Colorado comes out at 0.2. So 0.2 is like to give you perspective. I mean, that's just that's just nuts. Um, LA well, at, at 1.06 against Nashville. So I, Nashville's worst team to play would be the Kings. I, I think Colorado might have a better chance of winning with Russ and Gold than Jonathan Bernier. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the Blues are are you know. The Blues have played Vegas pretty well, so if if the Blues could find a way, you know, but I mean, it's not likely they're going to get there. But that would, you know, now they're looking at Nashville, like you say. So it's basically Colorado or St. Louis. Um, and what's this? This means a lot more to Colorado to make it than St. Louis. You know, it really does. It means because St. Louis is a team that traded away Paul Statsley, and the, you know, to me, that's you know, you trade away him, and then you're still go to the playoffs. I know some Blues fans though who are actually really excited because they think that if they get there. You know, Nashville has always been. Remember, remember last year, Nashville, St. Louis was a war. Um, Except Jake Allen's still giving up bad goals. Uh, they're, they're, Carter Hutton's their guy, guy now. I was just told. I, this morning. I told Carter Hutton's going to be their guy. Uh, Andy Strickland. And, 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 and Andy Strickland says do, Carter Hutton's their guy from this point out. And Carter Hutton's been color commentary in during the TV breaks. Yeah, um, Carter Hutton's not playoff tested. I'm not even sure he's ever played a playoff game. I don't. I doubt he has. I mean, when would he have? You know, like he would have. Yeah. He hasn't played one for Nashville that I can remember. No. And the and just quickly on the East, the only thing that's you know because New Jersey, I mean, I know that Florida is still mathematically in, but it would have to it would take something of a miracle for yeah. Florida to come back and beat them. Yeah. Right now, it's who doesn't want to play Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh's at ninety six, Columbus yeah. and Philly are ninety four, and New Jersey's at ninety three. There's a lot right. of flexibility there with three games left, and I think you know Columbus. If I'm Columbus, if I could trade back for Anton Forsberg and have him play and lose the last three games just so I don't have to play Pittsburgh, I would do that. Well, you know, if you you're, the the problem with that, of course, is you know, 
Pittsburgh, I mean, who does Pittsburgh want to play? That that to me, I don't know, but they have no incentive to win, really. No, um, I think Pittsburgh wants to play Philadelphia. Um, well, probably, I think probably they do. I will tell you that I don't believe that's true because I believe it. They they've owned them, they've owned the Flyers. But that is the one team that, when you look historically in the playoffs, that they have had have, they have had issues with. Um, now their best, they by far the Penguins. And so going back to my thing of, of zero to two, the Penguins have absolutely dominated over the last three years. The Florida Panthers, like beyond, like yeah. point, that 0. 0.22. So that's as close as you can get. Next is point six seven would be Philadelphia, um, yeah. and then after that you get point nine two with Washington. But check this out: one point seven four with New Jersey. If New Jersey somehow played the Penguins, that that would be like that. New Jersey has owned the Penguins. This is the this is yeah. what I always find fascinating about this. Um, now Columbus, they um, actually have when when you look at their options, you know Columbus who they could play. Um, they're all all the matchups they have are not great ones for them. Um, they they've they, you know Philadelphia is the best they have at one point. I think Philly and New Jersey are pretty good matchups. I well, do. New Jersey they're not going they can't play New Jersey so in the first yeah. round at least. So yeah, but it seems like yeah, they, they, they could they actually could still New Jersey's got three games. There is a way, but it probably won't happen. Right. How would that how would that happen? Pittsburgh and Philly fall out? No, no. Pittsburgh's in second. If New Jersey is only a point behind Columbus, if they if they finish in third, they're playing Pittsburgh. Right. Oh, who are you talking about? New Jersey? New Jersey. Oh yeah, no, New Jersey could play Pittsburgh. Yeah, no. Right. I'm talking about so Columbus, I'm saying the best the best they have is Philly with one point two five, which is not good for a best team. And I, then it goes up to like you know, Washington's the worst. So but Pittsburgh, one point six three for Columbus, that's really that's really bad. That's really that's really favoring the Penguins in a big way. I, I think Colum- I think Columbus's most favorable matchup would be Washington. If they finish in the first wild card and they fin- and they play against the Caps because the Caps are not the t- the Caps of last year. Yeah. And- they're pl- and they're playing Grubauer more than they're playing Holtby. That and doesn't then- matter. That, that actually favors the Caps, I think, because Grubauer, you know, who knows? Grub- Holtby has had playoff issues, right? So, I mean, to me, if you look on this, actually, that's the worst team they could play. Based on based on the last three years, Columbus has totally been dominated by Washington. Yeah. Um, I think they've, look, I don't think there's a great matchup out there for Columbus, but I think Columbus would rather – I think if they played the Penguins, the one chance they have is – Tortorella gets those guys fired up to the point where they just play life and death hockey every minute of every shift. And that could right. happen. Right. I, honestly, I think the only chance that the Blue Jackets have against the Penguins is Tristan Jerry in goal. Yeah. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that could happen too. That could yeah, happen too. I mean, they, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Now, the Flyers' best matchup, which is really kind of surprising, you know, it's not Columbus, it's not Washington, it's not Pittsburgh, it's not Boston. It is Tampa, um, which yeah. is, which, you know, and. And that's that's possible. You know, it's one point oh six, which is almost an even well, matchup. Well, and and I mean, it might be, but the thing is, tonight is the determining the, the determining game in the, in the Atlantic. Yeah, Tampa Tampa's two points behind. Boston's got a game in hand. If Tampa wins, they're tied uh, with Boston, still with the game in yeah. hand. But Stamkos is not playing, and and John Shannon just reported that he may be sat out for the remainder of the regular season. That makes sense. Which makes sense, you know. Okay, if, but the thing is, honestly, though, next Thursday when Tampa or Wednesday or Thursday when Tampa embarks on their first round of the playoffs, it's not going out on a limb to say Stephen Stamkos is not going to be a hundred percent. They're a very right. deep team, but that is a fact. That's going to be a factor. Yep. And you know, if they play Toronto, 
you know, a stamp Stamkos being less than 100% may tip the balance of that series a little bit in the favor of. I don't think the Leafs will be favored. I think Tampa will be favored, but I think it gives the uh, the Leafs an opportunity with a diminished Stamkos to have a, a fighter's chance, a puncher's chance at winning that series. Yeah, I mean it is. I mean you're totally right. Of course, if you go by the by the matchups, Toronto wants to play Boston, right? I mean Boston, yeah. they 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 played Boston much better. Yeah. Um, then they, they Boston has a one point four three against Toronto, which is really it's almost a two. Um, McAvoy's where, back tonight. Yeah, Mac- where Tampa's at. McAvoy's back tonight. Charo was back on Sunday. Uh, the injuries. You know, Carlo is probably out for the year. Yeah, we don't. Expect to see Carlo again. Yeah, yeah Boston, I mean, Boston right. wants to play Philly or Florida, so they there's that to them that it does it does benefit them to get to the first place spot a lot more than it benefits Tampa, yep. who um because Tampa Tampa if they don't get the first place spot they end up with Toronto, which is a point nine three which is almost an even matchup actually yep. favors Toronto a little bit but not much and then if beyond you know but because basically you know Tampa against Florida is, they haven't played well against Florida that's the team they don't want to play so. Yep. That there's a lot. I mean, and you know, I don't that, have to worry about that one. But then New Jersey's not that much better. I mean, New Jersey's a 1.0, which is, and Philly are 1.0, which for them from Tampa side of things is, is almost dead even, but not great considering that there should be a this lot is, better than that. This playoff is going to be so weird because you're going to have, if St. Louis gets in, it's Carter Hutton, Keith Kincaid, and Philip Grubauer. You, yeah. You know what I'm saying it's like, you, I mean, I, that's, that's bizarre, but you're going to go with the hot hand, I guess. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, so just to just to just to tell you how weird this can be, like you talk about these playoffs can be so strange. I'll end with this because then I got to run. But um, last year the um, so I re- a few weeks ago I had the, the playoffs when things were in a certain position. I kind of run the, every year to see where how it would end up, you know. And um, it actually played out that the Maple Leafs would play the Wild in the finals, you know. Now I know we laugh about this stuff, but last year, you know, but it was it was just a couple years ago that you know. Then when LA was in eighth place, uh, it brought them out to win it based on the based on the matchups last year against Nashville, with the exception of the first matchup against Chicago. Um, every one of the matchups, you know, favored them. I mean, no one they never no one expected them to sweep Chicago, but um, but that you know that was an example of how matchups didn't matter then for sure. But you know, if the Leafs end up in the right spot, I mean, the, you know, if basically if Tampa if Tampa gets in first and and the Devils get and Devils are in eighth and Toronto's in third and Boston's in second. That matches up really nicely for the for, for them because you know New Jersey could well, take out Tampa and then and then the Leafs have dominated New Jersey. So you end up yeah. in a spot. It's going to be, be fascinating. The only way that happens is Tampa winning tonight. If Tampa, yeah, if Tampa I think, loses I, tonight, then Boston is four points ahead and it's over with. Yeah, I mean, and and that's for sure. And there's no question about it. And, and we, like the Stamkos missing is obviously a big issue, and it might have to come into the fact that they don't really care as much, but they should because they should actually they should actually Tampa should actually want. Boston to play Toronto. That's that. That's what they really should want well, to happen. I, I think Tampa is most focused on one thing: a as healthy as possible. Stevens yeah. goes to start the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. and really, really and that's how that's how that's what they'll say, and that's what you should say, of course. Yep. Um, whenever you say it, but uh, you know, it, I think the one the, avoiding the Penguins is going to be a fun thing to watch. How that plays out uh, once all the teams clinch, you know, which could happen like, tonight. Philly could clinch, I think. Um, New Jersey yeah. still has to go. Yeah, Philly bit. wins, and 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 I think. There's another point by Columbus or whatever. Florida's done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, actually, no. The Florida still has, could catch New Jersey, couldn't they? There's Florida no. has to win out, and New Jersey has to lose out for them to right. make it. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's lose, lose out in regulation. I don't. I, Philly would clinch. He's just talking about Philly clinch. Philly would clinch tonight. Um, yeah. if Philly right. Philly won, uh, they would have clinched tonight if, if Florida lost last night. They would have clinched. 
but um yeah so Philly looks pretty safe to, and and they all look pretty safe right now um yeah but we'll no, talk more about Philly that is safe for sure um that's all we have time for today guys remember without the buzz it is just hockey we will talk to you soon with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.